Welcome to You Know Something with Dina. Hey, look, I'm just here to entertain, inform, and keep this crazy train on track. And Tia. Me? Unlock your live wire that is liable to like go. They're like your cool ants. Exactly. You're exactly right. Fun. I can't can't believe you even brought that up. (laughs) That is so fun. Informative. It's impossible to just co-create. You can't. Sometimes serious. Dina, sweet child. Um, I am almost stunned. I mean, I'm being really serious. But most of the time, not so much. A caca. <laughs> I mean, a caca and a caca. caca. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Ladies. Hello. Welcome to You Know Something with Dina and Tia. <laughs> you didn't strain your vocal no. cords that time. I'm trying to be more professional reporter. Oh. Like. Oh. You know something with Dina and Tia? I don't think I like you like that. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Can you? Uh, no, I just don't just want you to real. hurt your vocal cords, but. Yeah, I don't either. You can be professional. Okay. You want to try being like reporters on this uh, episode? No. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't last very long anyway. Well, no. <laughs> None. All right, Tia, we have different episodes. Uh, we have episodes where we talk about different things, but then we have like repeating episodes. We have a few. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to do what the what <laughs> animal edition. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> what the what is where we talk about oh, no. crazy news stories. Now, T, we already know that people are crazier than just about anybody else, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but we're going to talk about animals today. And some of these animals are just being themselves, but the people are being crazy around them, so it does still sometimes come back to people. But there are animals involved in every one of them. Got it? Okay, right. I've got it. Are you ready? I th- maybe. Okay. First of all, you may have heard of some of these since you, you read a little bit online, right? I watch. <laughs> you, watch <more. laughs> you watch videos online. Yeah, okay. well, no. You not too? Not really online, but... Okay. So you watch TV. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. What to know when your car is melted by 7,500 pounds of slime eels. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. A car was trailing a massive stream of snot. Now, I'm going to have to be saying snot a lot, I think, and slime. And also possibly eels began appearing. It was a horror show. The Oregon State Police and marine biologist Andrew David Thayer had the answers. So what happened was a truck was delivering 7,500 pounds. They're called hagfish, but they are like look like eels. Now, when they get upset, they're very um, like uh, gourmet, I guess you'd say, in, let me find the country. I don't want to say the wrong country. Korea, South Korea. So in Oregon, they have a, I guess you call it a fish farm, I guess. So they were delivering it to the airport to go to Korea or possibly a shipyard. 
when there were the vehicles involved in a crash. Well, what does a hagfish do when it gets stressed out? I don't... Produce snot? <laughs> oh, my word. I'm going to show you the picture of this one car. Oh, uh. <laughs> and I, might make, I might not make it through this show. I want you to imagine a car covered in snot. Have you got it visualized in your mind? Now uh, add some more. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. Drip some more on there and imagine. Now I want you to look at this picture of this car. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, that is Can you a, believe no, that? No, that is a total whole What? <laughs> But that's like, not what the what, that's like, what the, uh, oh, wow. Now, what would you do with your car if it was covered in that, wouldn't that be totaled, you think? Of course. I would think so. Yes, and I would have been in the floorboard near the gas pedals and the brake, getting away. <laughs> I know. Oh, I think I'd just jump out and run. I mean, it was everywhere. Well, well you'd have to go through the they're called Pacific hagfish, and they're like jawless fish, like an eel. I said, like I said, uh, when they feel threatened, they sneeze. I guess you could say. And it was all over the roadway. It was in Oregon, dousing many cars. It says no major injuries were reported. <laughs> no one was injured, but now they're in the mucus-covered hands of the fire department that was had the task of cleaning it up. Now I'm gonna show you this video of them on the road. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry you guys can't see it at home, but I will include a link if you really want to look. I wouldn't. I mean, if how I would you, you clean no, that no, up? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they're using a um, bulldozer <laughs> to doze the, the... Now, I have felt that way before, like when I had COVID. I have felt like that much came out of my brain. Oh, wow. Let me pull up that video again. I just can't imagine, like, what you do. You call a friend and say, hey, look, I'm so sorry. The reason I'm late is because my car's covered in snow. <laughs> do you say that? Yeah, I can't come to work. I can't make it to work because I'm... I guess your car couldn't move through it. I mean... Well, no. Let's see, let me get to the but, bulldozer part. Mm-mm. I really don't know what to say except I can't believe that that happened and that that exists and I have no words (laughs) nothing witty to say nothing interesting to say Mm -mm. it's just disgusting and I would not I mean my car I just give up my car I wouldn't care what I had to do what's the closest thing to that you've ever had to clean up Seriously, <laughs> as many dogs as I've had, I've had to clean up so much puke and yeah. poop. Ever in your car? Yes, oh. in the car. Well, oh, you that's can't right. back Beckham to the mailbox without him throwing up. <laughs> Poor little Beckham. His I car know. Sick. Love his little heart. Right. But I do. I think about uh, these workers who have to come in and clean up these things and and they probably have never had to figure out how to clean it up before i mean you know like how do we clean up slime well i mean who would ever thought that a truck would be in an accident carrying that many 
eel type things. Yeah. That's just. You know, you think about trucks that pass you on the road all the time. You don't know what's in those trucks. Mm-mm. What would happen if they were in a crash? And I listened to a podcast with these two girls and a lot of their podcasts are what was spilled on the road today? It happens so much that you know, sometimes it's like nacho cheese. You know, sometimes it's like a, a really cool thing. But, yeah, you just never know what's going by you. And you wouldn't think, okay, what do we do just in case he wrecks with all these eels? You would just think, eh, what are the odds of that happening? So, all right. I don't really know how to get out of that story. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> so let's just move on. Could we please move on? I'm I'm begging at this point. <laughs> I definitely will have a link if you guys want to see it. It's something to behold, I will say that. It is. <laughs> I don't know if you want to behold it, but maybe do the glance and then shut your eyes real quick. This is from History Fun with two N's on Instagram. In 1948, people found giant footprints on the beach in Clearwater, Florida. And every year they would see it. And the closest they could figure is that it was a penguin's feet. And that scientists believe that the penguin would have to be 2,000 pounds to make prints as deep as they were. They were 14 inches long and 15 inches across penguin feet. So that's pretty big. That's huge. Yeah. So this went on for like 10 years. Well, let's see, 1948. Nope. That's more than 10 years. Yeah. Do the math at home. I'm not good at algebra. That's not algebra. <laughs> that is not algebra at all. Wow. You're going to use your calculator? Ugh, Cheater. You're killing me. <laughs> it's been like 10 years. It's been like 76. 76 years. All right, and they've never been able to figure it out. But then, in 1988, a man confessed so in, he, in 1948, a man wore 30-pound, three-toed lead shoes and stomped around a Florida beach during the night. The footprints led to believe that a 15-foot-tall penguin was roaming their lands. <sighs> he kept up with the prank for 10 years. Okay, that's where I got 10 years. Visiting various beaches. The hoax wasn't revealed until 40 years later. So in 1988. So the residents of Clearwater, Florida, which at then was only a small town. It wasn't really a big tourist town in 1948. About 15,000 people were drawn to the Gulf beaches, not for swimming or sunbathing, but for the mysterious three-toed footprints in the sand, measuring about 14 inches long and 15 inches across, as I said before. The prints came up out of the water, followed along the shore nearly two miles, and then disappeared back into the sea. The footprints were photographed and plaster casts were made, and though experts said the creature must have weighed nearly 2,000 pounds to make prints so deep, no one knew what left them behind. The prints continued to appear up and down the coast on a nearby island and even several miles north along the Sewanee River. At one point, the Clearwater Monster, which is what they called it, they also called it Old Three Toes, <laughs> knocked over a lifeguard stand, leaving strange hair and feathers in the debris. A prankster named Al Williams created the hoax. After Williams saw dinosaur prints in a National Geographic story, he thought, oh, this will be fun. Using the tools in his auto repair shop, him and two friends fabricated metal feet and attached them to tennis shoes. Then they would row off the shore in the middle of the night so he could disembark in the water, like he was coming out of the water, wander onto the beach and climb back into the boat, leaving behind mysterious footprints that would often be reported 
by one of their friends the next morning. After Williams died in 1969 and Sanderson in 1973, the last guy, Signorini, waited another 15 years before finally revealing the ruse. He still had the metal shoes and showed them to everybody. That is a lot of effort. For, what are you thinking over there? <laughs> I'm thinking, what an idiot. That's what I'm thinking. But the point of it is, he must have been in pretty good shape if he was walking two miles, going in and out of the ocean, <laughs> and true. then carrying the stuff. Yeah. But you said he had t- a couple of friends, right? Yeah, they brought him in on a boat, but these were like big metal feet. Okay, sure. well then, so he's having to... Wow. But Okay, did he not get in trouble? No, apparently not. Apparently not, but... What could they have spent their time doing that might have resulted in something more profitable, helpful, <laughs> interesting? There's a certain mindset that, like, I guess, washes television and says, ooh, I did that, or I caused this. But, I mean, I guess it was harmless. It was fun. But Okay, you know what I thought you said at first? What? What do you think caused them to wanted to do this? Uh-huh. Or, because you said... What do you think they could have done yeah, differently? But, yeah, either way. Either question is a legitimate well, question. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think they had to be in some, probably some hallucinogenics or something <laughs> to possible. just do something this outrageous <laughs> and then continue to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you would, I guess you could see the crowd it called in, the scientists saying, well, this creature has to be 2,000 pounds to make, this deep. and then they're just sitting there like going this is so awesome look how famous we are <laughs> he, no, he doesn't even look like he weighs 200 pounds so yeah i uh I, I well guess... no because i mean hello he walks 87 miles a night <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> well they kept a good secret though i wonder if they they let their wives in on it that's what i was wondering all right well i bet not <laughs> Yeah, it's a certain mindset that does that. I'm not sure what a psychologist would say. I'm not a big practical joker, are you? Mm. Do you like the practical jokes to be played on you? No. <laughs> no, not at all. I once, me and my ex-in-laws, we made up a game. I may have told this story before. Oh, no. We were, Me and my two nieces were sitting at a kitchen table at my sister-in-law's house, and the guys were watching football. So we all made up a game. I said, let's make up an imaginary game with card game and make up all the rules, and then we'll act like it's real, and we'll get the two guys, my ex and my brother-in-law, ex-brother-in-law, to come over here and play it with us at the card table. And they were like, Dina, there's no way we can think of all these rules and remember. I said, let's just work on it over here while they're watching football. So we called this game Chicken Foot. Oh, no. And what you had to do when you got a certain set of cards was get up and go, bark, bark, bark. And act like a chicken. So we had it all worked out, and then we called the guys over, and had, we had them playing, Tia. We had them standing up and going, bark, bark. No, you did We did. And they were no, so you... excited that they were winning. <laughs> we played for like they two hours. They were excited that they were winning? No, they, were, they were like, oh, I'll, do, I'll go, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Nobody questioned it? No. Oh. But we finally just had to tell them, because, you know, we were dying laughing. And they took it well. They took it well. But it's oh. a very elaborate scheme. So i got to take back that thing where I said I, would, I don't do practical jokes. Like okay, that. well, no, that's a that's a huge one right there. <laughs> I should have marketed it. It's called Chicken Foot. And oh, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Okay, moving on. <laughs> wow. Chicken Foot. 
And this one's just kind of cute. There is a office building. It's a government office building in Dona Ana County, wherever that is. Mm. And they work with the Humane Society, and they have kennels they set up in the lobby of this building full of kittens, and they're available for adoption. But the employees can all check a cat out like it's a cat library to sit at their desk with them while they work. So they all come down and say, you know, I want this black one today, and they take it back up to their desk and work, and they say it really helps morale, and it helps soothe them in their stress when they're making sales calls and things like that. And then it also is good uh, PR for the kittens to get adopted and the public can walk in. And I just thought that was a cute, feel-good story. I'll include a link. Several of the stories today come from That Good News Girl on Facebook. And I recommend you follow her because that's exactly what it is. Every day there's a good good news story and a lot of them do involve okay that's really hard to find yeah that's nowadays true. we good try news to, stories it is that's really? kind of like what we're trying to do here but she really that's awesome yeah she tries to take away the ick and not ever be icky sometimes t and i get icky like okay well, with the snot story <laughs> i bet she doesn't talk about snot i bet she doesn't <laughs> i'm just going on a limb <laughs> yeah no right there yeah so I think, you know, there's some pet stores. Like PetSmart does that. They have the the cats there, you know, yes. from the Humane Society. You know, you don't get to check them out like a cat library. But I think that's a good resourceful idea that, uh, you know, you might could suggest to your local government office. You know, like your um, city building, city county building, because it's working for them. So, all right. That's that good news, girl. And I'll include a link so you can see all the cute little kitties. You've had a cat before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Smoochy Mooch. Just one? You've only had one cat? Yes, because, I mean, he ruined me from ever getting another one because uh. he was he was a cat dog. I mean, he never <laughs> used a litter box. He went outside with the dogs. He did? Yeah. Through the, through the, through the dog door? Oh, no, I didn't have a dog door during the time I had the nine dogs <laughs> at one time. So you had to open the door? Yeah. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. But I mean, he was he was just an awesome, awesome cat. I loved, and he needed you, you know, like he'd get up and purr, and then Made he biscuits. would need you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the greatest yumness. Yeah. Well, because I used to be a pet sitter, you know, I'm taking care of a lot of cats and dogs, and you're right. It's I mean, cats are great for what they are. You know, they're low maintenance and they're beautiful and they're cuddly. But when you get a good one, there's just nothing like it. And oh, there's all, not. Um, and yeah. he loved the Christmas tree because, I mean, it scared the crap out of me when, you, when I very first put my tree up the year that we had them. And I kept thinking, there are eyes looking at me through that Christmas tree. <laughs> and his eyes were like green, as mm. green could be. What kind of cat was he? Black. Oh, you said black. With, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, it was just black with green eyes. Beautiful. And, I mean, I rescued him. And... And then finally I realized it was Moochie. And he just would curl up on like the bottom branches of the tree. And that, and I guess the, the lights that were warm on him. Oh, yeah. And he that. just would just lay. He loved it. He never would mess anything up. Or Aww. you know how cats like to swap at things. Yeah. He'd never do anything like that. He just laid there. Oh, Moochie. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos of cats laying in Christmas trees. and I mean, I guess it feels like they're outside. And like you say, it's the warm lots but i've yeah. also seen a lot of videos of the trees falling over <laughs> yes yes a woman was forced to stay home from work because neil the seal decided to take a nap in front of her car 
When Amber Harris woke up, she thought somebody was breaking into her car, but when she looked out the window, it wasn't a burglar. It was a 1,300-pound elephant seal named Neil flopping around her yard in the process of finding a perfect spot to nap. Neil broke Amber's mailbox and then settled right next to her car, so she called her boss to let them know that she would not be coming in because a giant seal (laughs) was blocking her car. She went and took photos of him. The boss gave her the day off with his seal of approval. You can see Neil the Seal on Instagram. He has his own Instagram account. I'll include that link. Okay, so, I mean, that we, is one huge <laughs> seal. Look at him. He's just flipping I his I mean, open. just happy. <laughs> okay. But I didn't realize seals came into the land, you know, other than their habitat, you know, with the other seals. But he just comes in and hangs out in people's yards. And, of course, they tell you not to get near them because they're, they could hurt you. Right. You know, they're dangerous. So. I mean, I, if, she, if she got paid anyway and got to stay home because the seal was in That is good news. That is great news, actually. <laughs> he's adorable, actually. He's, he's got a little sprig coming out the top of his head. I don't know what it is. I don't... Oh, he's got a little extra. <laughs> it does. Oh, that's funny, too. That's got a little extra. That is so sweet. <laughs> All right, I'll include a link for you to see Neil, the, the snail. No. <laughs> what? Seal? <laughs> Not the snail. I was like, that doesn't rhyme. No. <laughs> I've got uh, snail snot on my brain. <laughs> seal the snail, Neil. Slum. Neil the seal. <laughs> but they just named it Neil. No, his mom named him that. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Were you just a, a smart aleck? What did you mean? I don't know. <laughs> you take back the question. Yes. Okay. Right, Tia. A husky recently ended up saving an entire neighborhood block after he would not stop digging holes in his I yard. I did see this did? one. Oh, you yes, want to tell I that story? Did. You want to tell it? Well, no. No, why don't you? No, I just, the, the husky was incredibly smart and had obviously a keen sense of smell for gas. Am okay. I correct? Yeah. Because it was a gas leak. And the owner said he'd never dug holes. And it was just like he just kept pacing, wanting somebody to see him. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Or- yeah. He kept digging and digging and he wouldn't stop. And she had a gas detection device because she had had a leak prior. Right. So she thought, huh, I better check this out. And when she did, it was like a high amount of gas. And when a crew came out to fix the problem, they told her that if it hadn't been detected now, it would have started to leak into all the houses on the block. They said if that had happened, it not only could have caused illness, serious health issues for everyone and the neighbors, but also that something as simple as a light switch could have caused the whole neighborhood to To blow up. Right. Doggies are so sweet and smart. Extremely. Well, I think huskies, too, particularly, are have unique talents. You know, I'm not, I'm not speaking from an expertise, but I just feel like huskies, they can speak really well. They're always trying to go. Like It's like they're always trying to escape and go do something. And I just wonder if they, like, sense danger or sense. They have this. They want to have a purpose, I guess, something. As opposed to, like, some of our dogs that just, they're happy just to lay on their backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With their bellies that's, in there. That's air. what the purpose is. Yeah. They're taking vacation. Yeah. I wonder what they do on vacation. <laughs> really? That's a good question. Think about it. 
Going to a coma, I guess. I know. Apparently. <laughs> so of all the dogs you've ever had, have you ever had a husky? No. I have not. They're a handful. Like I say, they're I don't care how how high a fence you build, they want to get over it. Even though they love you, they want to be out exploring and they need adventure and finding things and we walk beside or past a husky That's every right. single time we go up towards the bench we do when we're walking but for our uh, training yeah you know i don't think that he's ever he's just looked at us yeah he's, never he's a good approached boy. us yeah i feel like he could run and take a big leap over that too possibly but he doesn't there's no fence Oh, there's not uh-uh. and he doesn't he's not even on a leash or anything uh-uh. he's a good boy so I just thought discredited every single thing you just said. <laughs> Thank you. So I'll I cut just, it out. I just, I just made you look like you made me look <laughs> when you said no. His parents named him Neil. <laughs> Good boy, Kobe. And on a darker note, gas really scares me. I mean, we have gas heat, and you see houses blowing up, and gas heat. You know, gas really scares oh. me. We do, too. Yeah, it's like you're just at the mercy of gas, you know. But you have carbon monoxide detectors. Would that, does gas make those go off? Well, of course they would. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was something else. Uh, What did you think it? Carbon monoxide. carbon monoxide detector would detect carbon monoxide and a gas detector would detect gas <laughs> silly me but here's the scary part <laughs> they said it was caused because it was oh it was just old pipes now do we have old pipes under our house this kind of looks like an old neighborhood like oh. a... <laughs> are you okay over there <laughs> I guess we're just not in sync today. <laughs> I don't know what okay, you... well, let me tell you this. <clears throat> okay. We, our carbon monoxide detector actually went off when we lived on the farm. And the, the police department came and, I mean, it was, we did have a gas leak. That's what. <gasps> oh, so carbon monoxide detector is is regulated for... to find gas leaks, leaks too. Yes, well, that's because, good to know. you know, carbon monoxide, you know, like when you're running a car uh-huh. and the exhaust and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have an exhaust unless it started. Right. And so that's, it makes you go to sleepy time and you never wake up. <laughs> Big sleep. I get all that. I get that. But that's not gas. Uh, okay. Right. Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> well, I once, I think I've told this, we've done this podcast long enough now officially that I think I'm telling, re- repeating stories, but uh, I was pet sitting once for two big dogs and we went out to the back to run in the yard and there was a gas grill outside on the porch, and I smelled gas really strong. I thought, well, it's because there's a gas grill. We went out and ran, and when I come back, I thought, no, this is bad. This gas is really bad. Smell is bad. Now, I didn't think it was the gas grill. I thought there was a big major gas leak, so I called the gas company, and they, mm-hmm. I always wonder what happened. They came immediately, said, get away from the house, get in the car, drive, take the dogs down the road, and they came back, and they said, apparently somebody bumped the gas button on the gas grill outside and I think it was just my rear end hit the, hit the button when I was going out so I mean it was good to know that that they come quickly and they take it seriously but neither the, the, my point is those two dogs didn't even notice or help me or dig a hole or no they didn't do anything, they didn't do anything. 
All right. They were wordless. Okay, wait a minute. You know something? I just looked and said you cannot rely on a carbon monoxide detector <laughs> to detect a gas leak, but I thought that's exactly what caused it. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Well, hey, look, I'm all good. I just didn't think that you could have... Okay, well, then well, I want to know that what for you. carbon monoxide is then. I thought it was, thought it was like... I think equipment, you know, heaters, furnaces, and things can leak carbon monoxide. And you can it can come out of the ground under your house. But it obviously worked for you if the gas company came when you, when the carbon monoxide detector went off. Maybe okay, you had well, a gas detector, too. I said a gas leak can actually lead to carbon monoxide production. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so you're kind of You right. know, it is a carbon monoxide, and they're different. And so I laughed at you, so now you can really <laughs> laugh at me. Well, no, I think we both are correct. I think we're well no not really um it's a dangerous gas that you cannot <laughs> smell yeah taste or see so it's not you know somebody would, having a oopoo <laughs> why would you taste it <laughs> well you just like stick your tongue in the air and flick it around well no i mean i just think that there's a lot of people that ask i mean it's a dangerous thing, and where I'm not making light of it, and I just don't want people to think if they have a gas leak in there. That's why they make gas have a smell. Gas does not naturally have a smell. Natural gas, we're talking about, right. not not fuel. Natural. I mean, not talking about car gas, but in that way, you can detect it. That's why they just. I just wonder how they decided on that smell. I guess it was something unusual that you don't normally smell. They couldn't have it smell like roses or whatever, because you'd be like, ah, this roses smell nice. <laughs> Well, I know, but I mean, if you get dizziness or nausea or vomiting, or if you become unconscious, then you know. You need to call somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're talking about something just horrible. I know. And then I'm I'm the one that was. This is our public service announcement. (laughs) Well, we shouldn't be one. No. No, because we don't know. Don't listen I don't to anything we say. Don't take right. anything we say seriously, please. Please. We're here yes. to entertain you, not to inform you. Although it says, listen, you laugh, learn. to inform. I'm trying to, yeah. Okay. You're I'm making the it one hard. <laughs> will run us off into the ditch. <laughs> it could cause somebody's house to blow up. They'll say, well, Tia said the carbon monoxide detector would go off. So uh, just ignore that gas smell. <laughs> no. It's just a dangerous gas that you cannot smell, taste, or see. Yeah, that's what I heard. All right, Tia, in Iceland, oh. you can, let's say you were working in an office job and you were going on vacation, we're going to be out of the office, you can hire an Icelandic horse to type your out-of-office message. And what they did is they made these giant keyboards. You pick, there's three horses. Mm-hmm. You pick which one you like, and then he just walks all over this keyboard, and that ends up being your I'm out of the office message. So it does, we'll have your name. They'll type your name from I will be out of the office, and then the horsey message. Now, as you can imagine, they're just like horse gibberish. (laughs) But people are actually paying to have that done, which I find very interesting. And that good news girl who this is from, Mm. so this is her second favorite story in 2023. Mm. And I will include a link if you want to watch these horses walking all over okay. the keyboard. That is about the dumbest thing. That's the dumbest dart. 
I agree. That is dumb as dark. <laughs> that really is a what the what uh, would anybody want to do that for? I don't know, but in case you want to, Tia, it's called outhorse your email. I don't want to outhorse them. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I don't want to outsource them <laughs> or outhorse them <laughs> or outpony them. <laughs> Well, this just came through my phone. Britney Spears, you know, I don't know if you follow her much. Mm-mm. She's um, kind of erratic in her postings on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll type these long things that I, I can't decipher. You know, maybe it's my brain. It's quite possible. Maybe I've got a gas leak and I don't know it because I just have a carbon dioxide <laughs> detector. But <laughs> my brain isn't what it used to be. But... <laughs> She calls herself, I guess, Zyla, X-I-L-A, Maria River Red mm-hmm. on um, Instagram. And I follow her. I check her things because I don't know. That's not true. I don't follow her. I just would go and look at them when somebody would say, look at this crazy post. I won't say crazy. Look at this unusual post by Britney Spears. So I would go look. Well, every time I go look, I could see it. And yesterday when I went to look, it said, you are blocked. You, uh, this is a private account. So I thought, oh, I'll just say, can I follow you? So I clicked, I'd like to follow you, and she just accepted. Well, it's our. No, no, it's me. My follow request. But that's her name. Maria River Red. I guess that's Zyla. Maria River Red. So I don't know what's going on there. That's sad. But anyway, it's just popped up in my phone, so I thought I would mention it has nothing to do okay with it. has nothing to do with it but it just popped up yeah and i'm like oh well, britney that's, accepted that's me cool i mean I, I thought why am i blocked from britney but she she thinks i'm cool i guess okay i mean cool to share her stuff with this cat went out one day and came home wearing a sweater mm-hmm. he refuses to tell anyone where he got it now his family is working to unravel the mystery of his secret second life Crystal Robert adopted the former stray cat four years ago and she intended for him to be a completely indoor cat but Papa Legbus something, is something of an escape artist, and sometimes he sneaks out, always coming home in a different sweater. <laughs> what? So apparently, he comes home, she takes the sweater off, he sneaks out of the house, and he comes back in a different sweater. So <laughs> I guess there's just some nice other human that's putting sweaters on him. That looks just like Moochie. Does it? Yeah. Aww. This is from that Good News Girl, too. But I think that's, that's, now see, that's a cute prank. That's a sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, if they're taking them off every time the baby comes home, or the person that's doing it, they're like, I'm going to run out of sweaters. (laughs) I just wonder if the other person's like the sweet little lady, and she's like, why does my cat keep leaving and losing his sweater? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to knit him another sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Well, then she has to be like, what is it, Edgar Scissorhands or something, <laughs> like knitting a Yeah, she's probably just buying them, but I think sometimes cats do have two different lives because a cat showed up on my porch once and I, you know, tried to shoo it away and it kept coming back. I was work, doing work outside on the front porch. I was putting a tile on the front porch, so I was outside a lot and it would come and eventually I got, I thought, well, I guess this is my cat. So I took it inside and fed it and one day I was outside and a neighbor came down the street and said, that's where my cat is. And I thought, I thought it was my cat. He thought it was his cat. So cats are good at just 
you know, getting fed everywhere. They just kind of wonder well, about did it. Did you say you think that cats have two lives? Well, I know they have nine. Yeah, they've got nine. <laughs> but maybe, maybe two at different Yeah, they get homes. Yeah, they have two families yes. and nine lives. Yes. <laughs> cats have really got life figured out, I think. Wouldn't that be great to be a cat? <laughs> I think so. They land. They can jump out of things and land on their feet. I start to say land on two feet, but it's four feet. Anyway, this cat's name is Papa Legba, L-E-G-B-A. I don't know why. And that's on that Good News Girl, too. So if you want to see his little sweaters, I'll be including a link. But uh, she's she's happy. The owner is happy that he gets to go out and have another family and get a sweater. I wish my dogs would go outside and come in with new sweaters. <laughs> I wish they'd come back with money. <laughs> money or something, yeah. Like a purse with money. Purse. No, we don't want them to be robbers. <laughs> Wrinkle the Duck. Now, this is right up our alley to you because oh. Wrinkle the Duck runs the, or waddles the New York City Marathon every year. And he gets a medal. Oh. Wrinkle the Duck has run, or waddled, her third New York City Marathon. This duck athlete documented her race day so that we can learn from her. See more from Wrinkle on Facebook by searching for Seductive, S-E-D-U-C-K-T-I-V, or find her on IG, Seductive. Now, I feel like I waddle across the finish line of a marathon to half marathon, <laughs> and I'm not a duck, but I have chafing. <laughs> okay. Questions. Yes. <laughs> uh, plenty. Um, where does the duck stay during the time they're not having the marathon? That's all I want to know. That's a good question. Okay. Well, in all fairness, Wrinkle starts like just a few blocks from the finish line. Okay, so... Cheating. Oh. A cheating duck. Well, then... Okay, then every one of the... Her or his... Medals need to be taken away. You cannot cheat. I agree. Okay, anyway, the gist of the story is to you. Mm. <laughs> I don't know the answer to your question. That's a question. It's a good question. Why did it start? Where did it come from? What is going on? But anyway, this duck just starts a few blocks away. And like you say, that's not legitimate. But it's cute. And the fact that the duck doesn't stray from the course. It follows the course, and then it stops when it crosses the finish line, so it kind of knows what it's doing. And I feel like ducks are, not I won't say pack animals, but they're flock animals, so they probably think, well, this is what we're all doing. So I think a duck is probably made to... Following the crowd? Yes, thank okay. you. Thank you for wrapping it up for me. Have you ever had a duck? No, I've never had a duck. <laughs> We used to have a farm, so I thought maybe you... Well, I'm not a duck that followed me at the lake to my houseboat. Oh, I, really? They would follow me everywhere. Aww. Because I fed Because you but, fed it. Well, I mean, it had a hurt wing, so I, I, liked, I really liked him. Aww. I think... I seem like ducks are pretty smart. Uh, well, I, I used to have a store that had a... It was like snack food store, and a male and female mallard, you know, the mallard... Male has the pretty coloring and the mm -hmm. ring and all that. And the female is just like a brownish, brownish grayish mottled. And they would come up to the door and I'd throw them popcorn. They'd take it, eat it, and then they'd go back to the pond, which was the city pond a few blocks away. And every morning they would come and peck on that door. And then when I had a house on the lake, 
the geese would come and peck on the door. And we had duck there too. They're very smart. And once you, like you say, once you feed them, they're, they're your friend for yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> don't feed them if you don't want a duck. No, a don't duck feed them if you don't want poop. Yes, that's the, that's the other problem. And our last animal story, I think you will really be able to identify with. You've probably heard it because it was a pretty, pretty big story. Most dog owners out there will be able to relate. This story is from 16 News Now, WNDU. Most dog owners out there will be able to relate. The woman who is, was seen clinging to a hood of a car in Los Angeles said she was trying to stop dog nappers. Allie Zacharias said she was eating on a patio with her French bulldog named Onyx earlier this month when a woman just picked up her dog and ran away. She got into her car and Onyx, Onyx's owner jumped on the hood to stop her. So I didn't know what to do and I didn't want the car to drive away so I ran and stood in front of it and they drove into me and I fell on top of their hood and just started to like grab on and, and not let go. And before I knew it, they were backing up and like taking off. They were trying to shake her off mm -hmm. the car and they were going to start to go really fast. And I thought, I'm going to die. I just was like, this is how I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I was like on outside of the car going 40 miles an hour. It was so scary and they swerved and threw me off the car. Uh, and they're still, as far as I know, we'll check. Um, as of the writing of this show, they had not found her dog. No, they have not. Okay, so I mean, have that's them. the last I've heard as okay. well. But that was scary because I saw the video. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's I a Frenchie. feel for her. Now, would I you mean, do the you same thing? Oh. I think I would. I mean, I would have held on probably to, until the windshield wiper. Because the only thing she had to hold on to was the windshield yeah. wiper. Yeah. I would have held on to it until it broke. Yeah. Probably. I mean, to me, that is not dog damage. That's attempted murder. Murder, exactly. Yeah. She could have hit her head so easily. They could have run over so easily. That's not just dog napping. And I've got some dog napping statistics. But they, they isn't it that they target just certain dogs? Though? Yeah, that's what I had some notes here. I wanted to because I do know like the 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 French. The small French bulldogs are like, isn't that what Lady Gaga had? Yeah, and the pet, uh, pet sitter was shot. Yes. And nearly died. I mean, that's, that's insane right yeah. there. Since the dog breed's most likely to be stolen, number one, kind of unusual to me, is Labrador Retriever. I kind of feel like Labradors are very plentiful and not like an exotic breed. Wow. I know. Staffordshire Bull Terrier. French Bulldogs, number three, Chihuahua, Yorkshire Terrier. Watch out to you. English Bulldog, German Shepherd, and a Maltese. So you have two breeds that are very desirable, and of course you have them very securely locked up. Um, I would say that don't buy a dog you don't know where it came from, especially an adult dog. You know, I guess these people put it up like, uh, I mean, are they like selling it on some kind of secret website or are they just saying we got to move and we can't keep our dog a moon is an apartment i don't know but that's just that's just outright rude i mean you're just taking somebody's life it's like kidnapping a child to some people i know it's not a human it's not as important right. but well um frenchies it says why are so many frenchies being kidnapped um it said that 
there's a spate of thefts across the U.S. for Frenchie Bulldogs because you can resell them from three to nine thousand uh, dollars on the black market. So people are knowingly buying these dogs for their own use, knowing that they're probably stolen. So you know, if the demand's not there, that'll stop the exactly the steal. I can't believe somebody. It's just, I can't believe that the dogs are that expensive. I know it. I know. I don't know if that's. I more mean, just or less go over. rescue some baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But <clears throat> if you buy a dog in the black market for that much, just because you want a cute little dog, I mean, what are you thinking? I just, you know, I saw the thing that they said if you, if somebody does something, and this is one of those things, and you think, how could they do that? I can't comprehend thinking that way or doing that. Then be glad because your brain doesn't is not wired that way. You know, if you could kind of empathize with it or comprehend it, then you're not a good person either. So. Anytime you're confused by people's behavior, that right. means you're a good, <laughs> you're wired correctly. No, you just go, wow, I'm a better person than what I yeah, thought I was. Exactly. Because this bad. actually bothers me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the, That's the theory. I don't like snot. I don't like, like huge seals to sit in front of my car. Yeah, summarize these stories. But too. I would like to go... And be paid to not have to go to work. <laughs> Just for fun. If you could hire a big seal to lay in front of your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this French bulldog thefts have, are up 31% compared to last year. That is scary. You know, uh, I love this person. I loved working for her. And I loved all her animals. But she got a Frenchie bulldog. And I, I don't know why you'd want to steal one. <laughs> why? They are, are they not? They are... Um, I don't want to say obnoxious, but I just said they were obnoxious. <laughs> They're very snorty and snotty and Ugh. and strong and stubborn. And, you know, I think some people admire that. But they're tiny. I know, but they're so strong. <laughs> and they can run fast and they don't mind you. And it's just been my experience with Frenchies. So. Oh. I don't think I've ever had an, any experience with a Frenchie. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Okay. Well, I won't. <laughs> Thank you for All asking. All right. In conclusion, Tia, I think... Um, in conclusion, <laughs> little Dina yeah. is, you know, something you really did. Give me some what the what <laughs> stories. I just don't... I just hope I don't have bad dreams about snot. I know. That's and what... being covered in it. <laughs> like, because those pictures are just... Ugh. Yeah. And I'll include, I think everyone should see it because what you're imagining is not enough. No, it's n- nowhere close to enough. <laughs> and I can't believe you made me look at it. I'm sorry. All right, guys, we appreciate you joining us again for another installment of What the What? <laughs> and we hope you'll join us for Giggles and Gratitude on Sunday. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And don't get behind any hagfish vehicles. <laughs> Just avoid being behind any kind of tractor trailer. Yeah, you never know what's in there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Say bye, Tia. All right, bye-bye. We would love to hear from you. Leave your questions or comments on our voicemail by visiting our website at dinaandtia.com. Your message may be played on the show. 
You can find our Instagram and Facebook links there too. Again, that's DinaAndTia.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.